0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Bloom from within podcast. If you're new here, my name is Renee and I am your host. Just a reminder, if you like what you hear today, please be sure to leave a positive review. It can only help myself and the show grow. And with that, let's get started. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are new here, welcome. This past week was crazy for me. I was very busy at work and material wise, I was very prepared, but I noticed that there was this voice in my head that was constantly like thinking about the things that could go wrong during these meetings and it was definitely psyching me out. And I, I think it's so common for a lot of people to experience some level of self doubt. So this was the inspiration for today's episode. And in a sense, I am using the content for this episode as a reminder to myself because I have another big week at work coming up and I do not wanna be in the same like headspace that I was this past week. So self-doubt I think is definitely learned. And it, like nobody is born with self doubt. If you look at toddlers and you look at young children, like that population has zero fear. They don't fear expressing how they feel, no matter what emotion they're experiencing. They don't fear expressing what they need. And they also don't fear like physical challenges. My son will try and climb onto anything, like no matter how high it is, he will try to lift something larger than him. But as children grow and they turn into teenagers and then eventually adults, They now have life experience and they've been influenced by others. The natural confidence that babies and children are innately born with, it eventually becomes undermined by the opinions of those around them and things that we used to do as children are essentially corrected as we become adults. So again, self-doubt, it's not something that we're born with. It's something that we learn, and we learn it over time. But at times, the hesitation that we're experiencing can become like even bigger than self-doubt, and it could be imposter syndrome, this like greater level of doubting yourself, the feeling that no matter what I achieve, I won't be able to believe that I'm good enough, even if others believe that I go above and beyond. It's this doubt that you have in your skills, a doubt in your abilities, and you may think that you don't deserve or... You may not have fairly earned something that you have accomplished. You may suffer from imposter syndrome if you feel that you are not as capable as others may think. You can use applying for a new job as an example. Have you ever applied for a job or a promotion. And after reading the job description, you think, wow, like I don't qualify for this job, but I'm going to apply anyways and see what happens. And then you end up getting the job and then you feel like a fraud in a sense, or, or that you're going to fail because you don't think that you actually possess the skills that are required. Or you think that like somebody else might be more suited for the position. Like, don't get me wrong. Acknowledging that you don't know something or don't possess a certain skill can definitely open you up to new learning opportunities. And when you're able. to admit that you don't know something, you then set yourself up for the capacity and the ability to then go and learn about what you don't know. But if you pretend like you know something, you're then closing yourself off the opportunity to learn and closing yourself off of the benefits that you would receive by learning the skill. What makes self-doubt and imposter syndrome so bad is that it's entirely self-inflicted. They're entirely self-inflicted thoughts. There are no external factors that are forcing us to think this way, except the voice that's inside of our head. We are our own worst enemy in this situation. We ourselves are the ones holding ourselves back from reaching our fullest potential. So today's episode, I'm going to give you tips to help alleviate any self-doubt that you might have in yourself. So tip number one, always make sure that you're celebrating your successes. People who struggle with self-doubt or imposter syndrome, they, they tend to make light of or they brush off their successes and things that they've accomplished in the past. They don't see their successes or themselves as being worthy enough to have earned them. They think that maybe they Just got lucky and and fell into whatever they achieved. But celebrate them. Like any completed project, you earned. You earned the credential, you earned the promotion. Like make sure that you tell yourself good job. Be nice to yourself. If someone gives you a compliment on something that you worked on, just say thank you. Like don't diminish your success by making comments like, oh, I, I could have done it better this way, or I wish I had done that instead. Like you need to give yourself credit when credit is due. If you don't acknowledge the things that you've already been successful at and don't give yourself that credit, you're only feeling those negative thoughts that you already have in your mind. And we're trying to get away from that, right? The more negative things that we say to ourselves, is only going to support that idea that we have of ourselves and that we don't have the skills needed to accomplish what's at hand. Tip number two is to identify the supportive people in your life. And when you identify them, make sure they stay, like keep them there. Nobody can master anything in life completely alone. Like no matter how much we think we can do everything alone, we cannot. We need people in our lives to physically, mentally, and emotionally help us. We also need them to be a support system, like someone who recognizes and praises our achievements Once you find those people, keep them. What I have learned as a leader at my job is that people respond better to positive reinforcement. You want people in your life who encourage you and make you feel good about the things that you're doing with yourself. Minimize the relationships that bring negativity into your life and surround yourself with positivity and support instead. If you're someone who has a lot of doubt in yourself lately, like identify someone who has already done what you are trying to do. Find someone who has already achieved what you're trying to achieve and then emulate them. View them as a mentor learn from their successes, talk through with them their mistakes and what they have learned from it. When you surround yourself with positive, like-minded people who have walked a similar path as you, it will show you that what you fear is possible. Hence, then minimizing the self-doubt that you may have in yourself. Tip number three, be mindful of your thinking. Our words create our reality, and the words that we say to ourselves in our mind are the ones that we hear most frequently. Out of everybody that you've come in contact with, out of all of the relationships that you have, we interact with ourselves the most. If we are constantly telling ourselves that we cannot do something over time we will begin to believe that. And then on the contrary, if we engage in positive self-talk and we tell ourselves that we can do something and we are capable, then we will start to believe that instead. Changing your self-talk is a very powerful way to turn your self-doubt into self-confidence. So stop believing everything negative that your inner critic says and argue with it and challenge it. When you catch yourself being negative about yourself, stop yourself and say the positive spin about whatever you're thinking. So If you have a meeting at work that you are unsure of, that you have the capacity to lead, stop yourself and tell yourself, no, I can do this. I have been working on this throughout the whole year. I know I have the experience and the capability to do what's needed to be done in this meeting. And so I I can do it. Tip number four, if you are experiencing any self-doubt, really just meet yourself where you are and embrace it because having self-doubt is all a part of being a human as you think about the things that you'd love to achieve or change in your life, just know that self-doubt can almost be like our subconscious way of protecting ourselves. So meet yourself where you're at if you do have any, and rather than beating yourself up with your inner critic, just acknowledge that it's a way that your body is subconsciously trying to keep yourself safe, right? We spoke about pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zone in previous episodes, and when we are engaging in self-doubt that's our body kind of putting up like a wall saying like no this is new to me this is foreign i don't know what to do with this so i'm going to then convince myself to talk myself out of it and that's okay that's our body's natural response to doing something new so just acknowledge where you are be grateful that your body is able to recognize when something is a little uncomfortable but then let it pass don't let the inner critic control you embrace where you are It's a part of being human. We all do it and it's totally fine. So yeah, if you're experiencing any self-doubt, just know it's very common. Embrace where you are in this moment, but just don't allow the self-doubt to completely overwhelm you to the point where you are then actually hindering your own growth. So just to run through the tips one more time, number one, celebrate your successes. Number two, identify the supportive people in your life and make sure that you keep them. Number three, be mindful of your thinking. And number four, Embrace your self doubt and meet yourself where you are. It's time to go. I know this episode was short, but my son is awake. You can probably hear him calling for me in the background. If you liked what you heard, make sure that you subscribe so you're constantly notified of the new episodes that I post. And with that, guys, bye. Hey. Hey.